Hello, my name is Tony Reid. Welcome to GAY, a radio programme for LGBTI people and their friends on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM and other access radio stations around New Zealand. Today I'm on my own again and I decided to do a programme on West Side Story. In view of the new movie, um, I thought it was a good idea to give a little detail of the history of this work um, and examples from, from various recordings. And as you'll discover, there's a lot of relevance to Capiti Gay here. So let's start off with the beginning of the prologue. Those first notes da -da, were called the devil in music. It's a diminished fifth or, or augmented fourth on whatever you uh, like to say. And it's actually repeated in the new film, very softly whistled at the end. So it's become very, oh, people have become very aware of the musical uh, complexities which B Bernstein brought to the musical. Um, for example, he uses it even in Maria, where it resolves upwards. Maria... But we're not playing Maria because you had Maria fairly recently, I seem to recall. Originally, it was called East Side Story. The musical is based on Romeo and Juliet and was the creation of four gay men, or at least three, three um, gay men and Leonard Bernstein, who was probably the original pansexual. The book was by Arthur Lawrence. The music was, of course, by Leonard Bernstein. The director and choreographer, uh, Jerome Robbins, who considered himself the man in charge, although the others didn't always agree with that. And finally, lyrics by Stephen Zondheim. He was rather a late comer to the production. He was only 26. He was the baby of the group. Um, he was introduced by Lawrence and became a co-lyricist. And I read from Arthur Lawrence's uh, memoir, Original Story. Steve wasn't mentioned in the reviews. He was unknown and was listed on the programme as co-lyricist with Lenny, who, because he was Lenny Bernstein, got all the credit for the lyrics. We, Jerry, Lenny and me, without Steve, were given the keys of the city uh, on television because of what West Side Story did for juvenile delinquency. This was your conception, Mr Robbins, the presenter said, and Jerry agreed. Lenny and I looked at each other but said nothing. We were on television. West Side Story's witty lyrics, the ones quoted, Officer Krupke, America, etc., were written by Steve. Most of the florid lyrics were written by Lenny. Both Lenny and Jerry had gargantuan egos. In an ego contest, Lenny even had a slight edge. But Lenny was fair and Lenny was generous. He went out of his way to praise me for the economy of the book and for its contribution to the lyrics raided from its dialogue. Of infinitely more importance, his ego didn't get in the way of the most magnanimous act I ever heard of in the theatre before or since. He removed his name as co-author of the lyrics because Steve was just beginning his career. The credit was important for him. 
Steve didn't get down on his knees. The offer didn't make the heavens crack open for him. In all seriousness, he asked me whether he should accept it. I suspect his hesitation was caused by his doubt whether to take credit for lyrics he thought were over the top and beneath him. My advice was to say, yes, fast and be grateful. Stephen Sondheim has said he also gained in confidence during his time there. So in his view, the best lyrics that he wrote were the later ones where he where he was able to assert himself more. Here's an example of a later lyric which was also raided from Arthur Lawrence's dialogue as described there. This, that, this is Tony's first song called Something's Coming. For, uh, and I'm taking it from the original cast album of the stage show. This has been recently reissued in glorious 1957 stereo, and it's sung by the original Tony, Larry Kurt. Could be, who knows, there's something due any day, I will know right away, soon as it shows. It make them cannonballing down through the sky, gleaming its eye, bright as a rose. Who knows, it's only just out of reach, down the block on a beach, under a tree. I got a feeling there's a miracle due, gonna come true, coming to me. Could it be? Yes, it could. Something's coming, something good. If I can wait, something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. With a click, with a shock, phone will jingle, door will knock. Open the latch, something's coming. Don't know when, but it's soon. Catch the moon, one-handed catch. Maybe just by holding still, it'll be there. Come on, something, come on in. Don't be shy. Meet a guy, pull up a chair. The air is humming, and something great is coming. Down the block on a beach, maybe tonight. Larry Kurt was also gay, and I read again from Arthur Lawrence. He describes how Jerome Robbins was very cruel to uh, uh, to Larry and called it and yelled at him and called him a little faggot, um, which considering uh, Jerome Robbins was also gay, it was a bit strange. Um, and uh, obviously uh, Arthur, did, Arthur, who was also gay, didn't like it. Um, he said, and he describes him, he was a California extrovert, 
Laughing, bubbly, really funny and openly gay, he was auditioned a hundred times for Riff, chosen to play Tony, would have been happy just to be in the show. He said nothing. Jerry rubbed salt in the wounds by appropriating Larry's boyfriend, who was also in the show. That stung. Larry survived, but the episode left a sour aftertaste. And he, and he didn't rea- uh, really have a career that matched up to um, to playing the lead in, um, in in West Side Story. In fact, the highlight of his later career was taking over the lead role of Bobby in Stephen Zondheim's uh, in the original run of Stephen Zondheim's Company. And one wonders if uh, uh, that was because Zondheim would have known him from West Side Story. And he died of ni- in 1991 of AIDS. The original show was a reasonable success, though the Tony Awards were mostly taken by the Music Man instead. Um, original soundtrack album was not a success. The music was deemed too operatic and did not catch on. All that changed with the 1961 film. It was a huge hit. Um, it scored a record number of Oscars, and as a result, its soundtrack sold massively. Quite a few changes were made. One of the best-known ones was switching around two numbers between Act 1 and 2. Cool was originally in Act 1 and sung by Riff. In the film, that was switched with Officer Krubke, which was um, in Act 2 originally considered light relief by the writers for all the doom and gloom. Um, uh, 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 so, so, so originally Riff... Um, would have sung cool but when you've switched it to act two you can't because he's dead so and so they invented a new role in the jets called ice and this was performed by a younger member of the broadway production tucker smith some um some broadway performers were in the musical mostly in minor roles the major roles were mostly film stars moved in as um as usual and in the case of the two leads their singing voices were famously dubbed and the only one of the leads who who was also on stage was George Sakiris, um, who was in the London run. So uh, Cool is the big jazz number of the show, and it's a real dance spectacular. So we'll play part of that number with Tucker Smith singing. Boy, boy, crazy boy, get cool, boy. Got a rocket in your pocket. Keep coolly cool, boy. Don't get hot, cause man, you've got some high times ahead. Take it slow, and daddy-o, you can live it up and die in bed. Boy, boy, crazy boy. Stay loose, boy. Breeze it, buzz it, easy does it. Turn off the juice, boy. Go, man, go, but not like a yo-yo school boy. Just play it cool, boy. Real cool.
That was a highly edited version. Um, a lot of that uh, um, uh, is is visual rather than audible, as it were. And so I wanted to get the to, to get the main spirit of the piece, as you heard. And uh, at this point, a good point to explain the phrase triple threat. Originally, um, you would have different ensembles, particularly for singing and dancing. Um, the sometimes the principals would have been able to dance as well. But what was already beginning and which uh, West Side Story really cemented in was the triple threat, that the performers were, be- were meant to be able to act, sing and dance. And if you couldn't do one of those, you didn't get the part. Apparently there was somebody who was going to play Anita and she couldn't dance, so that was that. Anyway, say a little bit about Tucker Smith, who you won't have heard of. He had a he had a very small film and TV career. It was mostly on stage. He played Riff many times. He was also openly gay, at least for the 1960s. And it's not clear whether that in itself explains his lack of Hollywood career, or 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 rather that he himself took the initiative and decided to stick to the relative safety of Broadway as opposed to um, as opposed to uh, Hollywood. He died of cancer in his early fifties, and that does appear to have been uh, to uh, to have been cancer, and not a euphemism for AIDS, as it often was at that time. So, as a result of the film, West Side Story becomes a classic. It's much performed musical on stage, of course. The 1961 film was very much a child of its time, and the new 2021 movie differs in many ways, positive and, I think, negative. It explains more, it provides context, it relies less on Hollywood stars, and actually employs Latino performers in Puerto Rican roles. In 1961, the, o- the only prominent Latino performer was Rita Moreno, who won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, and, of course, she appears 60 years later in the new movie as Doc's widow, running the store where Tony works. She even gets a number, the song, Somewhere, or There's a Place for Us. Uh, it's a very famous song. Bernstein basically put together a number of uh, a number of phrases from classical works by Beethoven, Richard Strauss, etc., to form this famous uh, famous tune. I don't get the impression that Zondheim was so uh, was so enthusiastic about it. But never mind. It is a wonderful. It is a beautiful song, and Rita Moreno sang it sang it in the in the new movie in her late eighties. So here she is singing somewhere. There's a place for us Somewhere a place for us Peace and quiet and open air Wait for us Somewhere is a time for us someday. 
As an added fact, West Side Story seems to be good for longevity. Cheetah Rivera, the first Anita on the stage, is also still going strong in her late 80s and plays a cameo in Tick, Tick, Boom, the new musical movie on Netflix. All major stars from 1961 are also still with us, with the obvious exception of Natalie Wood. Richard Boehmer, who played Tony, George Sakiris, and Russ Tamlin, who played Riff, still around, are still around along with Rita Moreno, of course. But the positive points in the new movie lead also to negative ones. There's a lot of extra dialogue, often of interest in building the characters and giving background, but it means the music and the dancing take a less prominent place. It was originally a slim libretto, as I think we've, as I think we've pointed out when we quoted Arthur Lawrence. Uh, with with music and dancing advancing the plot, all the extra dialogue makes, makes the music uh, rather incidental, and I actually can't really remember much about the dancing in the new movie at all. Robbins was, of course, the director of the 1961 film, um, and his choreography has remained around as an essential part of the of the, um, of the work um, virtually ever since. But there is good casting in the new film, with lots of triple threats playing parts. Even Rachel Zegler, the Maria, the actress playing Maria, won a Golden Globe. In the 1961, the only, almost the only two not nominated for Oscars were Tony and Maria. And, and, and in the new film, Tony Ansel Elgort is, is rather seen as the weakest link and got some very bad reviews. The last Broadway revival in early 2020 starred a young triple threat, Isaac Cole Powell as Tony, and he had rave reviews and everybody was talking about a possible first Tony Award for Tony. But it closed, like everything else in March 2020, after only a few weeks and never reopened uh, uh, when the rest of Broadway did, uh, so it was a bit of a lost um, opportunity. In 1961, Anita, uh, Rita Moreno, won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Now Ariana DeBose has been similarly nominated. She is also partly Puerto Rican, but is a black Latino, unlike Rita, who was actually too light in 1961 and had to be darkened to fit people's image of, of Puerto Ricans. Ariana is also primarily a theatre star, um, as most triple threats are. She also identifies as queer publicly. I'm going to finish with another famous recording of West Side Story. In 1985, Bernstein conducted um, and recorded what was considered to be the definitive version. 
There was some rather strange casting, some good. Tatiana Troianas as Anita is brilliant. Some okay, Kirito Kanua as Maria. One disaster, Jose Carreras as Tony again. Um, why he chose to have a Spanish, a, a Spanish singer in the least Hispanic role of all in the musical, I do not know. But of course, this recording does emphasize the operatic elements of the, of the music, which were originally the cause for putting people off, but have now really contributed to its, uh, to its longevity very strongly. So I'm playing the most operatic number um, of all, the Big Tonight Ensemble, which comes before the Fatal Rumble. Um, Tony and Maria in it reprise their balcony scene duet. Um, whilst everybody else sings uh, sings the key word tonight, talking about what's going to happen tonight, in their view, and it is assumed that 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 therefore this number is a clever development of the early duet. But actually, the opposite is true, at least according to Stephen Zondheim, who should know. Originally, Bernstein and Zondheim had had one hand, one heart duet um, as the balcony scene that stayed in the movie. It, it later moved to the uh, uh, to the meeting in the in, in the bridal shop. Um, Oscar Hammerstein, Stephen Zondheim's mentor, saw a pre-run and said this was the wrong number for that spot. You needed something more uplifting. So uh, Bernstein and Zondheim took the theme from the Big Tonight Ensemble and expanded it as the balcony scene duet. When you see the movie, you hear, you, you hear the exact opposite of what actually happened. Anyway, here... Here to close is the big ensemble number in the Bernstein 1985 recording, Tonight. The Jets are gonna have their day tonight. The Chucks are gonna have their way tonight. The Puerto Ricans grumble, fair fight. But if they start a rumble, we'll rumble them right. We're gonna hand them a surprise tonight. We're gonna cut them down to size tonight. We tell volcano rumpets, no tricks. But just in case they jump us, we're ready to mix tonight. We're gonna rock it tonight. We're gonna jazz it up and have us a
So we finish on what to me is still my favourite number in West Side Story with that marvellous climax. The 2021 film, as I record, is still on in cinemas. Whether it will be by the time we, by the time this program airs, I don't know. But it is coming to Disney Plus fairly soon. So if you've already got Disney Plus to watch Hamilton, you'll be able to, you'll be able to, to watch the new West Side Story. And uh, and I hope you like it. You can hear this program again next Tuesday at 8pm. It is also available on our website at www.coastaccessradio.org.nz or just Google Coast Access Radio Capity Gay. This is Tony Reid for GAY on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM and other access stations around New Zealand. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.